I mean, I, I thought at least we had the East figured out, and then the Bucks got eliminated easily by the Heat. I have no confidence in Boston. I still can't have confidence in Philadelphia. Maybe it really is going to be Heat-Denver. I might actually just bet that exact outcome for the finals. Like, maybe that's worth it at this point. Yeah, I mean, I think it's wide open on both sides, man. The Heat just look like a team that actually could get to the finals compared to everybody else. They're making shots. Jimmy Butler's taking over games, as long, and when he's healthy at least, I mean, it's wild. It is. So 50-44, to 44, uh, 216 to go in the first half. Boston up six right now. So the Athletic came out with a article. Uh, essentially, where a bunch of people were drafting, a bunch of their writers, NBA writers, were drafting uh, players. If they were doing a, a starting five, they did like a full draft, like a fantasy draft, for players that are 23 and under right now in the NBA. And that's it. So they had to turn 23 by May. And that was like the cutoff for it. And if you look right now, there is so much young talent in the NBA. Like, we talked about it with the Jason Tatum era, guys that are now, you know, more in like their mid-20s even, guys that are in 26. You're kind of getting that cusp of your prime. Dude, this next wave is insanely, insanely talented. So you and I are going to come up with our own f starting fives out of these. So we're actually building a team, though, with the players that are actually available. So it's not just, these are the five best ones. You got to think about you're actually building a, a starting five for a team. And I got to be honest with you, there's a lot of names that I left off of my starting five because I just didn't have the room. And it's really tough to build with all this talent the NBA's got. Yeah, 23 or under markets, it's massive. There's a bunch of really good guards. Which guard do you leave off? That's That was my hardest thing, is you've got guys like Anthony Edwards and John Morant, and, and then you talk about a guy that's like such a great shooter like Darius Garland. Where do you fit him on a roster? Because he obviously fits really well with a ball-dominant one. So how do you want to really build your, your roster? Do you, do you emphasize defense? Do you emphasize shooting? I mean, there's, there's someone out for you. There's someone out there for you basically for every sort of situation that you mm -hmm. want to comprise in terms of a roster. All right, do you want to do your five first? Yeah, and then sure. I'll do mine. Let's do it that yeah. way. Because we're not actually drafting. We're just picking what we would like as our top five out of all these players. Now, what I can do, too, is give some – I mean, there's a long list of names. I don't really need to go down the list of every single player that's under 23. There's so, a lot of them. There's a lot more than I thought. Uh, there's a ton more. And the, some of them you recognize, but there's – you know, look, there's obviously ones that go farther down the list. Why don't you give me what your starting five is first, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, so I think when I was looking through at this, and I was like, okay – this is easy. Number one is easy. I think mm -hmm. it's easy for everyone. It's Ant Edwards. Yep. Ant Edwards is the best player under 23, and I know maybe people thought it was John Morant, but jo Ant Edwards doesn't have any problems except for eating too much Popeyes. So, like, that's the only problem. And he's problem. 21. He burns it all off in a second anyway. Yeah. It's easy. There's no off-the-court issue. I think his leadership is elite. You heard that story where he took his team uh, to watch fight night at his house to get them energized mm -hmm. and ready to go for the Lakers series after they had lost one. I just think Ant Edwards is the most likable guy maybe in the league. I think he's the most fun. I think he's the most playful. He's turning into Michael Jordan-esque. He's 6'6". He could grow another two, three inches before he's 26, 27. He's a two-way monster. He can shoot from three. He can obviously get into the paint and, and dominate down there as well. So he was my number one. At first I thought Jaw, and I was vacillating between Jaw and maybe like a Darius Garland because, let's be real, John Morant can't shoot. Mm -mm. And you already have a guy nope. that can get into the paint and dominate, and Anthony Edwards and that guy can shoot, and he's bigger than Jaw. 
But I, I chose him out first, and you know what? At the end of the day, I neglected someone who wasn't even on the athletics list because the athletic is sleeping on my Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> I think the I best player under 20, 20 is, is Shaden Sharp. Shaden Sharp's going to become the face of this team. He's, he's what, 19 years old, mm-hmm. 18 years old? He's already averaging when he's uh, starting for the Blazers, like 26 points per game. He can fill it up from three. He can basically do anything offensively that you want on the floor. Obviously, Nick is sweating something out. And 57 points for the Celtics. I had over 57 and a half. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a bad beat. Because the Sixers just missed two shots and just eight clock. Wow. And the Celtics had another chance to get up the court. So one Ant Edwards. <sighs> Thank you for humoring me, Trista. No problem. One Ant Edwards, two Shaden Sharp. And then there's another interesting one as well. People might not think this player initially. You might say to yourself, oh, well, are you going to take somebody like, I don't know, like a Tyrese Maxey, even though he's more of a two? Do you take a Cade Cunningham? Maybe just like maybe you, you get, I don't know, Paolo at a, at a big three or Franz Wagner. No, to me, the best three at the position under 23 years old is Keegan Murray. He has the best catch-and-shoot percentage in the league. He can get you off the dribble. He can get into the mid-range as well with floaters. And on top of that, he's a really good defender. He's 6'8", and he's just a rookie. So I like him a lot. Number four is Jalen Williams. He's a connector. We already see he can already elevate his shooting a little bit more. I like him more than I like Josh Giddy. He's already averaging like 14 points a game. But he's just one of those like utility guys that you could use. And then my small five is Paolo Bancaro. Oh, you want the small lineup? I'm yes. Putting, I'm putting Paolo at five. And I think he's going to be able to do everything. I think he can block. I think he can be able to pass. I think you can make him the fulcrum. If Sabonis can be a small five, then Paolo can be a small five. I, let me tell you something. That's a potent lineup right there. And yet there's probably five or six names that you left off going, I could totally have them on my roster yep. too. Could totally do it. So I'm with you on a couple. Anthony Edwards, absolutely, hands down, the best player under 23 right now in the NBA. In terms of, I, I mean, it's everything. It, it's you, you talk about his leadership. He's 21 years old, and this guy's taken over as a leader. And there was the interview he did, I think it was after, it was one of the games, that the, you know, it was the first round. And all he did was give credit to teammates. That's it. It was the opposite of Zach Wilson after a loss. Yeah. Everything was about them, and he put up monster numbers again, and it's all about his teammates. It's all about his teammates. That matters so much, especially at that age. And he, he is likable. He's also very marketable. And if... We're building this as what would happen on the court, but also if you're building a franchise and you're taking somebody like that, you want somebody that you can market, somebody that's uh, going to interact with fans, somebody that's going to be active, and that's exactly who he is. Great two-way player, and you don't see a lot of players this early that are great two-way players in the NBA because it takes effort, and a lot of them just want to get out there and score. We don't see defense as much in the NBA. He wants to be good on both ends of the court, so I absolutely love Anthony Edwards. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton was my next guard, though. I love what Tyrese Halliburton's brought to the table. I mean, this is an all-star point guard at 22 years old, 20 and 10, and he also helps them win. I think Tyrese Halliburton gets slept on more because he's playing for the Pacers, and they're just kind of one of those mediocre teams that, like, we thought was going to rebuild, but they're not really rebuilding, but, like, they're kind of sort of there. When he started for them in the 56 games, they were 28 and 28. Games he missed, 7 and 19. So he get, he makes that offense go. He's also a scoring threat. He's a great playmaker. And really in a league right now that's missing, really, a, there's only a few good playmaking point guards that are in the NBA. 
Uh, Jalen Williams is next, and I know you love Jalen Williams too. Guy, really, if he played this way the entire season, may have been may have actually won Rookie of the Year. Paolo Carroll did have a really great season. But Jalen Williams was at least creeping up at the end there. I mean, size, ball handling, another guy that's a strong defender, too. So you, if, you're, if you're building a team like this, I want guys that can play on both ends. Yeah. I want guys that can defend multiple positions. And he's a 6'6 wing. You know, I could interchange him and Anthony Edwards even a little bit back and forth. A little bit of a smaller lineup on that end there. But, I mean, he improved each month of the season, too. If you look at his numbers, they went up every single month, which shows work ethic, yep. which shows a kid that can grow. Almost 20 points a game, shooting 56% in March. I mean, it's crazy. he was, I just, he kept getting better. And his free throw shooting got better too, 87% the last month of the season. That's incredible. A guy you can rely on late in the game. Unlike, you know, a Mitchell Robinson who we talked, remember when he was going to the free throw line? I was like, yeah. oh, God, Trista. Yeah, he's it's, horrible. It's Mitchell Robinson. It's the worst. I got Paolo Bancaro with you, but he's not my five, he's my four. So I'm going to go a little bit bigger because I got some smaller guards in this. So I got I to gotta have a rim protector. But Bancaro is like what you said. He's everything. I, Paolo Bancaro is clearly going to be the face of the Orlando Magic, and I, I think that team is a playoff team next year. We talked about sprinkling some money on them to win in the vision. Young, but they were young, like missing that one piece. When you're building a team, you got to have that one guy. He's that one guy. For sure. That can take over an entire game and be the face of a franchise. And then Evan Mobley's my five because he's an elite defender. I think there's still some work to be done offensively with him, but with the other guys on this roster, especially even a Paolo Bancaro, I don't need Evan Mobley to go out there and get me 18, 19 points. I need him to block shots. I need him to rebound first. And, again, he's still kind of growing into his frame. He's skinny. Put on a little bit of weight. Can push guys around a little bit more, get tougher. Didn't look good in the playoffs. Saw that. No. But he's young. Uh, he's skinny. He's inexperienced. And as Jared Allen said, the spotlight was too much for them. But I, Evan Mobley will be a defensive player of the year multiple times in the you NBA. You think so? If he keeps this trajectory going, he's got He's now got to. He's gone from awesome rookie to okay. You kind of leveled out a little bit this season. Some inconsistencies. He's got to now work get a little stronger, get a little bigger this off season. But his ability to be the rim protector that he is and the rebounder that he can be, he's just. He's also. I mean, really young. He's. He's gonna be 22 when the season starts next year. So yeah, he's uh he's an interesting one for sure. I think also Jaron Jackson's a, a key one for a five. So I was going between Mobley and Jackson. Yeah, that was like and my... both of those guys are really fours. There's not a lot of fives that are under 23. There's just not, unless you want to say like. There's just not. Well, Chet Hol Chet Holmgren's not going to be a five because nope. he's just too scrawny. Yep, Jalen Duran's a five. That's pretty much it. You're right. There's in terms not of much. This list. It wasn't a lot Walker to choose Kessler. Walker, Walker Kessler. Walker Kessler. Walker Kessler. Who I do really like, too. I like him a lot. You know, probably the ceiling's not as high as Evan Mobley, but I think what you'll get is... a is He can do some more things offensively, yes, too. It cons and you get a little more consistent. He feels like one of those guys that's just going to be more consistent. For sure. Who did you leave off this roster that was, like, the biggest struggle for you? Probably... Jaw. Probably mm -hmm. Jaw. Jaw or Darius Garland. Jaws is one of those players, as long as he's not, like, you know, pointing a gun at, at, at like, his Instagram live, that he's, he's one of the most marketable mm -hmm. electric players on a Tuesday every single night. You're going to get – your stadium's going to be filled up as a result of Ja Morant. You will sell out every single game. People will come and travel to see you. You will fill up other stadiums because you are coming to town. Concession stands, jersey sales, all that, as long as Jaw stays out of trouble – He's just that electric. And him together with uh, Anthony Edwards, I think those two would have a highlight reel of dunks. They would. Lobbing Be to one another. Because I was thinking about this like an actual roster, that was the whole point, I took Ja and Zion off my board 
because I'm concerned about injuries for both of them. Zion, big time. I mean, we, we've seen that. It's exactly what we feared when we saw him go to Duke. And then the only guy we've ever seen who's so big, a shoe exploded on him. But even John Morant. Morant plays really hard. There's, there's some Allen Iverson in him. Allen Iverson would go to the hole a lot, get knocked back down, but he would play through a lot more injuries, though he did miss time, obviously. Jaws missed a lot of time already in his career, and I'm concerned about all of the just hitting the floor consistently like that. Eventually, that takes a toll on your body. Yeah, I agree. Nobody took Benedict Matherin. No. No, he's not on that list for me. I wouldn't put him above any of those guys. Okay. I like him. But, I, yeah, that's the thing. Is like there, There's that next tier of players. Like There's two or three maybe that you could say could be in that starting five and you'd be comfortable with he's it. He's a little bit of a chucker, too. I like him mm-hmm. a lot. But on my team, next to Ant, I don't know. It also might change from year one to year two. Like, if he takes that next step, yeah, he grows, and then you say, okay, now he's taking that next. Like, he's starting to separate himself from some of those other tier two players. Nobody's interested in Scotty Barnes. Can't shoot. Can't I know, shoot. and he's such a great defender. But that's why I have other, like, Jalen Williams and Anthony Edwards as defenders. I've got two good wing defenders that I wouldn't need a Scotty Barnes there. Yeah. But he's a, he's a great playmaker, and he's a good defender. But, yeah, he just can't shoot. On the back side of my pamphlet, I also have Tyrese Maxey. Can I interest anybody in a Tyrese Maxey? Not a two-way player. Chucker. That's another chucker right yeah, there. Yeah, he's wild. Good, that good boy's for props wild. Not to build a roster. Right. Yeah, that boy's wild. Or to build a roster, but in, in real life, not in this world. Maybe right as now. my six man. I love having a six mm-hmm. man that come off the bench and just get buckets. He would be a good six man. Jaden McDaniel's a good six man. Yes. Franz Wagner I liked, but he's not as good of a two way player. What do you think Kate Cunningham's going to be? Because we've barely seen him play. But we saw, like, the hype around him in college being a big, big, you know, big ball handler. But we just haven't, I mean, he just he can't stay on the court. I'm not in. I'm not in. I And I watched him before he got injured in person, and he looked really good. I think he mm-hmm. had 26 and 10 rebounds. He's a really good rebounder. Yeah. Can really dish the ball well. He's just not that great of a shooter. I need my guards to be able to shoot. That's just a that's just a hard and fast yes. rule with me. Yes. That's the, that's the one drawback of Jaw. Right? Jaw's not the best shooter. He has a very flat jumper, and it's very spotty. 